Hey, everyone, and welcome back to another installment of the Weekly Catch-Up Podcast. It is Wednesday, July 21st, 2021, and this is the 76th installment of our humble little show. I'm your host, Carson Gibbons, and as always, I'm joined by my good friend, Mr. B-Rad Colvin. That'd be me. I think I've forgotten how to do this. Yeah. It's been a while. It's been a minute, almost a month. Yeah. Monthly catch-up podcast, buddy. That's right. I, uh was more excited to see you than actually record the show today, which is likewise not always the case. Normally, I'm yeah. like, let's grind one out, buddy. <laughs> number 76. I Half of me was like, 75 is a nice little number. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if we just kind of rolled this in. We just pull a Chappelle park, and go to Africa real quick. Yeah, I'm like, you know, we could keep going for another 10,000 miles, but CarMax is across <laughs> the street. Right, yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, we obviously didn't make that choice, so now that we're into episode 76, you know you're going to get 100 tots. Lucky you. So uh, I I don't even know where to begin over the last month. Sunday, uh, June 27, I believe, was our last record date, so it's been a while. We have a lot of catching up to do. Let's get started. Let's get it! It's the weekly catch-up with Carson and Brad. Here to talk about the week we done had It could be sports, religion, politics We keeping the tabs You would think they work for Gucci How they deep in they bag Get your facts up On Wednesday we'll be counting the stats up So turn the volume up till it's maxed up You know the drill So tell a friend to tell a friend to relax up And chill, we back up This is the weekly catch up Since we last spoke, Independence Day, your birthday, the Delta variant, stock market fluctuations, all-star games, major golf tournaments, major championships, they've all occurred. And I just, normally within six days, I can kind of cull to the top, you know, all the big takeaways that I have or, you know, the events that I attended or whatever. And with this kind of situation, it's like, where do we even start? Where do you begin? I guess... If you have anything of note for 4th of July, because... I don't feel like I do. I feel like I played a lot of golf. Yeah. Um, I played with my dad. I played with... uh, I played some money rounds with my my, uh, golf buddy, Scott, and absolutely fleeced him. So, actually, Friday, I think I took off for 4th of July. Weird weird weekend wrapping for that one, being Mm -hmm. on Sunday and having Monday as the federal holiday, but... um, we went out and played water chase and I got wise. Cause I'm like, I don't like water chase. And he, he beat me. He swept me front, back, full, full, uh, full round. And, um, the only thing that defrayed my losses was he was like $5 in the last hole. And I said, why not? I'm killing it today. <laughs> and I, I took that hole. So oh, I only owed him as much money as I did. So <laughs> I said, you know what? I, I get good vibes from Tierra Verde. Uh, I really like, Tierra Verde, like, let's go there. I said, I'll take you. I'm going to take you to the cleaners. Let's go there. Yeah. I, I like the way that that course lays out in my eye and uh, my shot shape with it. He said, okay. So on Monday, we headed out there and I swept him front back full 18. Hey. So uh felt good about that. Made when, everything back. Uh, And more actually, because, you know, he owed me, we didn't do any side bets, so... I recouped that cash. Um, it's not about the cash. It's True. about the pride. The, well, and he, the thing that he likes is uh, when I have to hand him physical cash, mm-hmm. kind of like 
in an act of subservience. And what I like to do is like Venmo him yeah. and make it public and then use really awkward emojis. And people are like, <laughs> what did Carson and Scott do? Yeah. And like uh, hot dog emoji. <laughs> okay, Brad. <laughs> you kill everything. Uh, I thought it was a con- eating contest. So, uh, yeah, it's like, I don't know. I'd have to look back historically. Maybe I yeah. shouldn't have mentioned that, but um, <laughs> I'm, yeah, so I'm, I'll, I, I'll be checking Venmo after this. I Venmoed him Thursday. I Venmoed him $15. And on, on Monday, he handed me 20 along with his pride because nice. I just, I really played well. I yeah. Actually, I shot a 90 at Tierra Verde, which is, you know, if you're scratch, that's laughable. But um, for not having been there and having only played there one time prior, Mm-hmm. Shooting a 90 is like, it was 18 over, so yeah. solid bogey golf. But, you know, that's pace of play. And bogey golf is enjoyable at the amateur level to me, honestly. Yeah. And I made a birdie, uh, probably seven pars. But it's just those doubles that get you. Mm-hmm. And I think I might have carded one triple. But that was it for me. What would you do? Um, I hung out with our friends, uh, James Carla and their son, Eli. And... Um he just graduated kindergarten Eli did so he's in first grade so I brought him like a bunch of fun fireworks and set them off and grilled out and it was just a very very chill fourth of July it's nice yeah yeah Courtney had to work um so it was super low-key just chilled honestly that was the vibe that I got from most everybody like I I felt I knew that for my particular friend group like historically based out of Dallas proper that there was not going to be a single location where everybody that I would want to be there would be there. Right. And that was different from my twenties where you typically just have a big apartment pool party. And that's still kind of my preference, but I felt like this year everybody was spread out. And I even told a friend, I forget who, but at one point I was like, maybe I'm just getting older. And like, um, you know, I I felt like there was all this FOMO around 4th of July, like, oh, it's a holiday, like Mm -hmm. you need to be enjoying and like fireworks in a pool party with a cocktail in hand. Yeah. And it just, it was kind of chill and low key with the way that it fell in the week. And also just everybody's been elsewhere. Like I feel like with, well, I think this Delta variant might change things, but let's talk about that later. Sure. With everybody like globally going back to school in person this fall, and a lot of corporations gearing their go back to the office or hybrid work around your go back to school. Like mm-hmm. if you go back to school in August, you know, you're going to start reporting to Texas Instruments in September or whatever. Yeah. Um, I think everybody is just like YOLO. Travel bans have been lifted. There's no masks. The vaccine is prevalent. Um, they're like, let's get out there and as a family go enjoy this last bit of summer mm-hmm. before like real life comes back for the first time for many people and probably what, 18 months or something? Yep. That's about right. That, that's my thought process. Yeah, no, I would agree. Um, definitely interesting to see some of the numbers spike back up. Yeah. Um, it, especially in like the dumb areas of the country. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, so I'm, I'm, you know, here's to hoping that we have a normal school year and um, you know, nothing crazy happens. You know, I, I don't want to pull for the mainstream establishment, but the data that I'm seeing of, you know, COVID hospitalizations and deaths here recently, I think it's like hovering around 95, 96% of those were unvaccinated. Yeah. And 
it's not to say that there wasn't a blood clotting issue or people haven't, I know that there's real side effects that people have had that Mm -hmm. are swept under the rug by the mainstream media, but there are legitimately people that have had very adverse reactions to the vaccine. That being said, it's a very statistically minor sample, like historically Mm -hmm. minor sample. And at this point, um, you know, everybody has to do what is right for their own health and you're an American, you can do what you want. Um, but that, that data is pretty compelling, uh, to me. Yeah, I agree. And, um, I'm not sure if we got to a point of vaccination or herd immunity where, you know, I'm being serious that lockdowns are going to come back. Mm -hmm. They already, LA County already has masks back indoors. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's against the CDC guidance at the moment. Um, everything is flip-flopped on this whole COVID thing. Like even the, the origins of it and what you're allowed to say, what you're, what's not even racist to say anymore, which is that it probably came from the lab. Even that is like, have you followed that whole controversy? No. Oh, well basically it was racist. You would get deplatformed. You would get thrown off Facebook a year ago. If you said that it came from the Wuhan lab, that was just the, it came from a bat and a pangolin, you know, animal to, human transfer in the Wuhan area. And that's how it spread to the world. That's that's what we ran with on our podcast. Uh, yeah. And literally um, it's not likely that that was the case. And now, now that mainstream source, now that Trump's not in office, it's like you couldn't, he could never be right. Some of the things that he would say would be right, but crass mm-hmm. or put in an ineloquent way or an accusatory way Sure. to the point that it had to be, debunked you know it was just false on its face and a lot of it wasn't you know like Mm -hmm. this this in particular yeah so where are they saying it did come from likely the lab and okay yeah i thought that was like a thing that that people thought well that was a narrative that people absolutely thought but if you voiced that on social media you were Mm -hmm. getting deplatformed and those youtube results were getting buried like the big tech giants were bearing information about, um, you know, the, the lab leak. And it was considered racist if you thought it came from the lab. Oh, okay. Partially because, you know, Trump was the one that proctored that diagnosis or origin theory. Yeah. So it was immediately lopped in with like the birther theory and, you know, anyway. Well, got him. <laughs> But I don't know what to think about. I was just on a, a call with our, our president and we were talking about, you know, it, it's unfortunate that in some ways lockdowns and global plagues represent growth for our business in terms of, you know, creating relationships virtually and different yeah. things like that. And I think it scales to the hybrid and even people that, you know, a lot of the organizations that we service are never all in the same place to begin with. You know, mm-hmm. it's not like FedEx has all of their employees in one concise spot. Yeah. Very true. So still applicable technology, but um, he was he was saying he felt positive that this Delta variant was going to be a larger deal and that, you know, he, he was saying he was commenting that his uh, his spouse who is at AT&T, they were already hedging on some of the go back to work guidelines that they had, which was if you're fully vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask. Mm-hmm. Now certain places are like, Oh well, you may everybody, may everybody have to wear a mask, yeah. even if you're vaccinated, mm-hmm. and some might have to push back their go back to the office dates. Wow. So, like, I feel like this is maybe a bigger deal than uh, the American public should or really cares to 
concern themselves with at the moment. Yeah. yeah. But uh, like I said, it's been off of my radar. For I, what it's worth, PSA, um, if you can, you should probably go get vaccinated. Yeah. There's more than ample appointments available. Vaccinefinder.com. I got double Moderna vaccinated at the Tom Thumb next to my house in my office. It was uh, totally painless to go through the process. You know, you do get sick for 24 hours, especially on shot two, but do it. Yeah. Do it for everybody, please. Yep. I don't know. Like, we can't. I, I think that Fauci's been full of it on certain things, but like just underlying science, you know, I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it, it, I feel like there's more going forward a lot more going for it than against it at this point. I just like getting shots. You know, I got a steroid shot in the butt yesterday and felt like a million bucks all day. You know, I just, (laughs) if there's an update going around, I want it. I want the latest uh, processing speed and, you know, memory. And (laughs) (laughs) let me upgrade you. Yeah. Like send it on through. Yeah. Like it. (laughs) (laughs) How did we get on that? Fourth of July. Yeah. What was the next big big thing that happened there, Brad? My birthday. Your birthday. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. So it was a pretty good birthday. Pretty <laughs> good 30. Um, 30, 30. On my actual birthday, um, Courtney and I did our engagement photos. We had our photo shoot. and uh, Is that the one you just posted? Those just dropped yesterday, yeah. Man, almost too risque for... <laughs> Not even. I'm like, I want to follow this couple. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Where's that OnlyFans, Brad? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, OnlyFans isn't just for uh, lewds, you know? It's for whatever type of subscription you want to provide, baby. That's right. So support me so I can quit <laughs> teaching. <laughs> the, the world's like, just take more engagement photos, Brad. <laughs> Um, yeah, so we did that. It was a great photo shoot. Um, had a lot of fun, a lot of laughs. Well, yeah, <laughs> no, no crap. You did. <laughs> I wonder why, <laughs> you know, do you have anyway. a nice looking babe all straddling you and looking like a million bucks? Yeah. She looked wonderful. All right. Well, I don't know how you didn't enjoy that. Yeah, she's fine. All right. Um, <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> lost on train of thought. Yeah, I bet you did. Got lost. We all um, did. <laughs> um, and then after the photo shoot, she took me to uh, get some Thai food from one of our favorite places. And then um, the following day, her family threw me a nice birthday. I saw um, that. Yeah, so that was really sweet of them. And, um, and then I just kind of chilled and waited for the weekend to roll around yeah braced yourself yeah and um so the weekend ended up let let me hear it from your perspective because i didn't really check in too much on friday we had a touch point or two but yeah so friday um waiting for courtney to wake up you know she had worked the night and morning the night before in the morning of and um so just kind of chilled and then we got packed and we hit the road, brought Graham with us, and um, she got us an Airbnb in um, Wimberley. Wimberley. Yeah, Wimberley, Texas. And so went out there, and uh, then Gerald came through, and Alec and Rochelle, and we all just kind of chilled. We had gotten like a bunch of junk food and frozen pizzas and stuff, so 
ate that and then we all uh they had the airbnb had like a really nice hot tub and so just kind of lounged and relaxed and uh then the following day we got up uh not too early but made our way over to the river and that's where we met you and some of our other friends tosh madati and and tosh's sister and um yeah so then we uh tried to sunscreen up and uh, hit the river (laughs) and uh, that was an eventful time yeah (laughs) (laughs) um you know three-fourths of it uh, i felt you know was super super chill and you know i had my phone and got a nice waterproof speaker for the trip and we even had other groups like jamming along with us i felt pretty pretty you know cool with that and uh just kind of jamming it what you're not going to speak up no it was just funny i remember at one point alec looks over and he's like brad the curator and i was like <laughs> I just saw your chest swell up with pride um but this is inter. i'm actually listening intently because uh you're alluding to the fact that something had you crestfallen 25 percent of the time and i was like kind of concerned at one point because like you were so down after that happened. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I didn't know if it was just because of that or if that had like surfaced all of these bad things. That you- no. Okay. So for those that don't know, three fourths into the trip, uh, Courtney had like lost her shoe. And so I jumped into the river and provided 0% help in, in retrieving the shoe. Like it had passed multiple hands, even though I had jumped out of my tube. I never touched it before I got back to her. So jumping out of my tube was pointless. And when I jumped out, my phone slipped off of my lap and I actually caught it. And I, you know, that was great. It was like a, oh, yeah, moment like, oh, where snap. like multiple guys saw it happening and we yeah. were like, oh, snap. Yeah. And I, I remember thinking like uh, kind of premonition, like you're going to grab it the yeah. first time. Yeah. But it, it was literally submerged uh-huh un unfettered like it, you didn't have a hand on it yeah. and brad just like blindly Rabbit. gropes around underneath like, the water like and just grabs it like a g like um, he was fishing yeah like bare hands yeah you bare know, hands call me bear grills um brad grills i'm i'm bare hands fishy head <laughs> <laughs> well and that's like the end of the cockiness because i get back in my tube after not helping courtney get her shoe back um i never fully get back into the groove of like how I was lounging before, like where my phone was completely safe. And uh, so we're, you know, we're jamming out to the speaker and I'm talking with you or, or someone and all of a sudden the music stops. (laughs) I think it was you, me and Alec were talking in a row. And court's like, Brad, I was like, what? He's like, your phone. I was like, and my phone was no longer on my lap. And uh, me and Gerald jumped out of our tubes. Uh, I, I didn't think we were going to find it. But, you know, we tried. And uh, we didn't. And so, yes, I was crestfallen because, dude, I had spent, like, a lot of money this month. <laughs> like, I got uh, two new tires. I, I helped with the Airbnb that we went to and uh, had paid for, I don't know. I, I paid for a lot of things that month. And um, I'm like. Oh my goodness. But as time went on, I was like, you know, this is still a fun trip. Um, no matter what, I'm going to have to get a new phone. You know, what has happened has happened. So I'm going to get back into it. I felt, I felt like, 
as we were getting out, I kind of like rallied again. And then like for the rest of the trip, I know you, yeah. didn't, you didn't really see us after, you know, we left the venue, but I was, I was fine. Uh, yeah. You, know, you, you were the on the mend by the yeah. time even I was leaving to go back to Dallas. But... Well, and then I remembered my AMC stock and how much I had made off of it. And AMC paid for my new phone. So as a witness to that, uh, it was just crazy. Cause I'm yeah. like, man, he's never finding that phone. And yeah. Alec and I are giggling and he's like, did you try calling it? <laughs> and, uh, yeah. you know, we're just all the best <laughs> jokes are kind of surfacing, but I was uh, also like, I could tell that it was affecting you in some type of way. Yeah. And it was funny. Cause like, I don't know. I was just like really reflective and I was on antibiotics and just melancholy that day. Uh-huh. It was my first like couple hour road trip solo in a while yeah. that I've been looking forward to. Uh, spent a lot of time in the car that day and mm-hmm. I just decided to book it down for the day because I wasn't going to stay at the Airbnb. I wasn't um, really going to partake too much on the river because I, I had been sick prior and, you know, just wanted to take it easy. And um, I remember thinking like, I, cause you were so down. I was like, man, this is affecting him. And I went down there that day with like this reflective spirit and also kind of like with the weight of, you know, it being your 30th Mm -hmm. in what is a a really strange year for you, for the world, for a lot of different things. And so, I mean, that was a big motivation for me to go, Mm -hmm. you know, because I don't typically do round trip to San Marcos in a day to float for four hours. And I'm, yes, which, and I very much appreciated it. It wasn't really actually a strain. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I thought it worked out nicely. Yeah. Um, and I was super glad that I went cause I had a great time, mm-hmm. but I remember thinking to myself, I'm like, Oh man, Brad is only going to be 30 once. And this is such a special moment when you get, you know, most of your besties out yeah. in a, a separate zip code doing something like that, that either you'd never done, or we mm-hmm. hadn't done in seven, eight years. And I was like, this is such a special moment and part of the story. And so like, there was no way to tell you just get over it because you yeah. just had to go through that mourning process. But I remember thinking like, it'll be, this is all just part of the great story. <laughs> and this is how that day went. Like, yeah. but this is, I just felt, um, kind of out of body about it or mm-hmm. something like, cause I, I shared your frustration and I was like, Oh, those phones are so expensive and yeah. you're just screwed when you lose it like that. Mm-hmm. Um, with no Apple care or whatever. And so yeah. I felt for you, but at the same time I was like, this well, is such a special moment to come back to it. Mm-hmm. And I was also worried because I did not know the last time that I like I'd backed up my phone. So I was kind of worried about like pictures that I'd lost. I had taken a lot of pictures that day that I no longer have. But luckily that happened on like the 11th or 12th. My phone had auto backed up on the 9th. So I didn't like really lose anything except pictures from that day and other people had taken pictures. So it was fine. Um, yeah, so like looking back, uh, I'm never going to be like, oh, that was just a crappy day. Like I, I still had a lot of fun. I'm super happy that, you know, you and a lot of my other friends had made it out. Um, and it was still like a really special trip. God had to make your phone drown so that my Instagram could shine. <laughs> <laughs> and it did. Is that what happened? Uh-huh. There we go. Mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, so that was my birthday weekend. Uh, we had got, you know, after the river, you had gone home and we all, Courtney got super sunburned. And so like she laid in bed until like everybody else, except for like me, Alec and Gerald. Um, 
you know, everybody else had gone to bed, but you know, she's still like peeling. I have a cut on my knee. Yeah. You're still, you're still, dude. I was so tore up dude, right here dude, along this yeah. trunk line. Yeah. Uh, I was driving home and I was like, I'm so glad that I didn't go to Wimberley because I'm like, I wouldn't have even wanted to stay up. I, yeah. I felt I was bracing myself and honestly fearful because mm-hmm. I'm like, oh man, I, I had applied midway through the trip. I feel like it was a bogus round. It was a spray on, you know, yeah. and I just, I knew that like the way that I was situated in that tube, that these little mm-hmm. areas would be exposed in a strange way. And I was super concerned. I was mm-hmm. bracing myself for like a bad couple of days yeah. and it wasn't actually that bad. Same. The majority of my body actually, like I was fine, but right here, I mean, it got, I actually intentionally went out this last weekend with tanning oil mm-hmm. and I was doing, I would go get in the pool for 30 minutes, uh, like suntan for 30 minutes. And then this weekend I went with the Hawaiian Tropic and I was like, I just got to power through this. Cause yeah. if I, if I just let it peel and like scab or whatever, like it's just going to be lost. Like it'll yeah. go, you know, but if I just uh, go put it in the chlorine water and kind of get over this, I'll mm-hmm. actually have a better base layer going and, yeah i'm very bronzed at the moment yeah i've gotten i've gotten a little little sun um but yeah my arms and my calves were super because i had like my feet out of the water i was holding tubes together Mm -hmm. with my feet and then i was also holding on to tubes with my arms so my they were just like super exposed um but i actually came out of it okay like after my hands and my feet are peeling yeah (laughs) (laughs) i feel like a gorilla or something but anyway um yeah, definitely going to look back at it as a fun trip, and losing that phone is just, at this point, it's just a fun, fond memory. Shout out to AMC uh, for uh, for giving me a nice little birthday present, and uh, here we are. For me, it was a treat, because I got to hang out with like Gerald and Alec mm-hmm. and Rochelle and Marari, Tosh, people that I don't always get to see yeah. or have as much access to as you, and so it was great to like get to hang out and, mm-hmm. you know... Uh, Wish you all a happy Sabbath on the river. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was a good time. Speaking of uh, stocks, uh, I think I could, I think I owe Clove like 30 iPhones at the moment. Oh. Like at oh. one point, at one point I was all time in the red yeah. for Robinhood, even after my $3,000 gain on AMC. Mm-hmm. Um, like I literally kept buying the dip on Clove just to defray my own cost or whatever, my own price per share. Yeah. And, uh, I think at my peak, I'd lost $3,800 on it. Mm. And it had a big surge today. Actually, I need to look this up. I think it's still like poised to do something, something. Uh But um, actually, let me. Oh, shoot. It's at 944. It gained. It opened at 841. Hey, made over a dollar today. Yeah. Nice. So like literally today alone puts me back in the green on hey. all time investing with Robin Hood. Congrats. Um, but it's up. Yeah, it's up a lot of money today, but it, it dipped to like seven dollars and 80 cents. Mm-hmm. I had six hundred and thirty shares with an average share price of thirteen dollars and fifty nine cents. Yeah. So I'd lost like 40, 45 percent of the value mm-hmm. and was just like hemorrhaging. Yeah. And I was like, I'm just going to have to hodl. Cause, uh, the, you know, mm-hmm. right now, now that I'm like back up to the green, I'm sure some people would sell, but I want to go get all of my, 
I basically lost all of my AMC money. I you like know, that. yeah, I, so, yeah, that's good on you for uh, for I'm, not selling. I'm just gonna wait because it's at thirteen fifty nine. I've got the price all calculated. Like if I sold at seventeen, I would have a, a nice chunk change in, in Robinhood. But uh, it's gone to twenty six dollars this year, just mm-hmm. a couple of months ago. Yeah. So I feel confident that if I am patient. That's the number one thing. Like, I can't make mm-hmm. it liquid right now. Like, some people would say, oh, if AMC is going to perform tomorrow, like, sell Clove at a loss and put it all into AMC and hope you come out on the right side. But yeah. for me, I'm like, I'm too into this at this point. Yep. But I'm just going to wait. That's how I am with Ethereum. And Ethereum's currently, currently like, giving me a swirly. Like, it's just, <laughs> uh, it, it's hurting. But, you know, <laughs> I, I'm, I've not, you know, I'm not going to pull it at this point. Um, gotta have faith the faith the faith yeah i don't know man uh what's ethereum done like how much are you down i don't know if i'm gonna say how much i'm down but i'll tell you what it's at no tell tell us how much you're down um i'm currently down twenty six hundred dollars on clove which is great because it was thirty eight hundred a day or two ago I'm, i'm down three on ethereum down 3k yeah yeah it happens I mean, shout out to uh, being able to be down. and uh, Yeah, shout out for having it like this. <laughs> right, and to still be okay. And, uh, that was not very caring, Brad. No, I'm just saying, like... I feel you, bro. I'm, I'm happy to be at a point in my life where I can lose an iPhone and... Good to be, be rich. I don't know about rich, but... You rich, Brad. Rich with love. <laughs> and community. Yeah, man. So, okay. So that was my birthday. That's correct. Thank you yeah. for the birthday recap. Any yeah. good gifts? Anything good happen otherwise? I mean... Any good phone calls, FaceTimes? Um, yeah, all the above. Do you like how I wallpapered my IG with your mug? Uh-huh. uh-huh. Cool. I like it. Yeah? It made me feel special. Yeah, I got all my memories, too, of the photos I used to share of you on your birthday. And I'm like, man, been thirsting for this dude for a minute. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding. Uh, (laughs) Creatively. (laughs) I like it. I want to make creative property with you, buddy. Here we are. Here we are. So I, I don't know if we've ever brought it up before. Have you seen the show, I Think You Should Leave? No. Are you serious? I... I think it's you a sketch be... show. No, not with not... Tim. I want to say Tim Robbins. I could be wrong. Tim Robbins. Let me look it up to make sure you've never. Oh my goodness. So season two just came out. Whoa, what channel? Netflix. Netflix. Tim Robinson. Tim Robinson. Yeah. Oh, from SNL. Um, he was he on SNL? Is he a black guy? No. Oh, that's Craig Robinson. No, no? I'm, I'm thinking about the older. Tim somebody. Oh, Tim Meadows. Tim Meadows. Yeah. Tim Meadows. No, Tim Robinson. Uh, let me pull up a picture. Um, dude, these sketches are so out there, um, but just so hilarious. You, We're going to at least watch one before I leave today. All righty. Um, okay. Well, that kills that one. <laughs> well, you want to I... expound or like why... Sell it to me. Why should I watch this, Brad? This dude just creates like the most awkward and hilarious situations. Um, 
So season two, episode one, one of the episodes is like um, they're at a workplace and Tim, you know, his character is like ready for lunch. And then somebody comes in and they're like, hey, we have to push back lunch. Uh, we have an emergency meeting or something like that. He's like, but it's lunch. Can you even do that? And uh, so he's like flipping out because, you know, lunch is being pushed back. So it shows him like sitting at the meeting and he has something in a sleeve and he pulls it up. And it's like a hot dog like falling <laughs> out of his sleeve. And he's like sitting there pretending he's tired and like rubbing his face and trying to take a bite out of the hot dog. And um, then so it's like impractical jokers, like but, they incorporate themselves into real scripted. life situations. It's scripted, though. Impractical jokers is more prank. Like, yeah, it's more like um, this is a 100% scripted show. Uh, from the first season, one that everybody talks about is like a guy at a job interview and he feels it goes well and he's like leaving the place and uh, he tries pulling the door and it's a push, but he's so stubborn um, that he continues pulling the door and the guy that interviewed him is like, I think it's a push. And he's like, um, no, I was here last week and it, it was a pull too. And he like pulls it till it, and he keeps pulling on it until it breaks the uh, off the hinges. Anyway, it's funnier if you actually watch it. But um, so, I'm gonna yeah, have that, to check that out. Yeah, it's definitely a recommendation. You're gonna have to before I leave. By the way, so that you, right. you don't have an option. Yeah, yeah, we'll watch one. Um, okay, Ted Lasso next week. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Okay, season two. Mm-hmm. I heard other people talking about this. So I actually tried. I watched the first 15 minutes of the first episode and then I quit. Are you serious? I, yeah, I am. But I'll, I'll retry it if you... Man. It's just it's hard such... to get into. Yeah, it, give, give it a try. I'm not saying necessarily because of the content. Like, Although for me, like I like to see yellow police caution tape and fresh blood in the first yeah. 10 minutes. Or I'm kind of like, You're not going to get YouTube? that all season? with this show see like but uh, i mean what are we doing (laughs) (laughs) where's the drama Uh, okay well i really like live action acting Mm -hmm. as interludes to real life documentary production films about crazy stuff yeah that's my fave all right but what i've been watching i've been watching some movies actually because i've been so sickly the last month Mm -hmm. with all these bouts of strep essentially that yeah um you know i've been just chilling and uh i watched okay so hit me once upon a time in hollywood oh yeah i hadn't seen it yet oh okay so it was really yeah to why going into it not really understanding any of the Mm -hmm. plot the endings will blow your mind yeah it was like because i had it fixed in my mind i I, i'm like i know what's gonna happen here and then uh was totally wrong and i just the it was just brilliant Mm-hmm. It did not feel like it was two hours and 45 minutes. It felt like no. it was an hour and a half. It was good. Uh, I, just masterful. Shout just, out Tarantino, Brad Pitt. What Leonardo? Yeah. Was Brad Pitt in it? Yes. Okay. Okay. Absolutely. Cool. He's still like Leonardo yeah, is of- like my older crush, but mm-hmm. Brad Pitt is like my original crush. Got it. You know, like, cause I grew up on like Brad Pitt and his mm-hmm. prime. Yeah and oceans 11 yeah just yeah. everything yeah. yeah all of his whenever he got with angelina like mm-hmm. i was because he's like 57 now or yeah, something he's up like there. that and i mean not you know to 
he's still a good age ripe yeah but i mean it's crazy to see the people that you grew up on are 60 you know and you definitely see it in his face a little bit but he's still got that killer hair and Mm -hmm. leonardo and him man i i will say that it feels as though if you ever had a question about comparing them as actors leonardo is certainly more talented oh yeah especially when you see them side by side i think that more versatile brad just plays a different character yeah Agreed. But it was really interesting to see it. I'd heard about some of the drama with the way that um, uh, Bruce Lee was portrayed. And yeah. I just, I didn't understand why anybody would take any exception with that movie. It was, especially with the way that it ends, it's so outlandish yeah. and Tarantino-esque. And yeah, if you know Tarantino, I mean, he's going to be over the top and everything. And you're not really watching one of his films for historical accuracy. I also watched uh, an Amazon original, The Last Narc. Okay. Series on um, essentially that DEA agent that was uh, kidnapped and tortured, um, mm-hmm. Cam Moreno, yep. uh, down in uh, Juarez or Sinaloa country. Uh, very famous. You know, I think that uh, it's Michael Pena's character from Narcos. Okay. Um, there's like a real life documentary with like his wife and stuff. Wow. That was very fascinating. And I also watched a Bombshell. Bombshell. Um with what's her name um what's their names margot robbie yeah. nicole kidman and i don't know who played uh megan kelly but she was mm-hmm. the she was the leading actress Isn't, like, and reese witherspoon in it or no i don't think so okay um but the woman that played uh that played uh megan kelly sounded like megan kelly looked like megan kelly so much mm-hmm. and it was so interesting I, I wanted to watch this movie if you don't Charlie's know Theron, nicole kidman and margot robbie that was Charlie's Theron? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. She's such a chameleon. <laughs> I didn't know that it was Charlie's Theron. Yeah. I just remember thinking that's Megan Kelly because it sounded like her. Like she nailed it. That was her? You wouldn't know if it was footage of Megan or, or her sometimes from different <laughs> angles. That's insane. She's a brilliant actress. Yeah. You talk about versatile. Charlie's Theron. I mean,. You've seen her in like the rough movies where she's mm-hmm. got no makeup, she's beat up, and the other ones where she's a stunner. Like yeah. she's where the, she's a bombshell. She's Leonardo of women. Yeah. You think? Yeah. I think she's like a generational uh true actress okay. that has it all. I like it. When you think about it. Yeah. I mean she's very talented. Who can do Wolf of Wall Street and the Revenant? Well, Charlie Theron could. Wolf of, she was in Wolf of Wall Street. No, I'm saying like those oh. are two Leo titles. Oh, demonstrating a lot Robbie of range. Well, Margot Robbie is the MVP of all time of everything ever ranked or measured. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, the whole point, the whole point was about not objectifying women. It was about Fox News and Roger Ailes and the the culture that he created there and um, sexual harassment mm-hmm. and. You, you saw it in the way that it kind of unfolds in the way that he could be the most charming older father figure that was looking out for your career and giving you real relevant advice that was helping your career, but then also asking for you to prove loyalty by um, servicing him essentially. Got it. And uh, just to watch it all unravel through Gretchen Wilson who left and then had all of these women join like a mm-hmm. domino effect it was just wild to watch. It was a very well done movie. Nice. I'll have to check it out. I'd wanted to see it for, for quite some time. So mm-hmm. it's hard for me to buckle down and watch movies. Yeah. I feel like um, 
most long form content that I'm ingesting is probably podcast stuff. But even then, sometimes I'm just like ADD on the clips, man. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that, that's our that's our world. It's hard to choose what to watch when you do sit down late at night for that hour or whatever. I mean, there's so many things now. Like yeah. every channel I don't even has know where to start. streaming service again. And if it's not four titles in on one of the main category lines of any of the major streaming apps, I'm like, well, this is indicative of their overall inventory and they know me. So wouldn't they, I feel like they're pushing content to the top that I've watched. Okay. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Netflix. Hmm. I've also inadvertently gotten seven day free trials that roll over to subscriptions for epics and stars and <laughs> everything because Amazon video, Amazon prime video is like, the biggest warehouse for selling other streaming services because they make it so easy to just one click. Yeah, I'll start a trial <laughs> and then I don't get an email yeah. so that I can set a calendar no, notification. Back in. Yeah, so I'm like, where do I even manage this subscription? Yeah, that's what I had to do for Paramount Plus because I wanted to watch uh, um, A Quiet Place 2. Did you watch those movies, Quiet Place? No. Okay. Wasn't that a book or something? I don't know. They're like little horror uh, flicks with John Krasinski and um, Emily Blunt, husband and wife. Mm, no, doesn't sound too appealing. No, they're really good. Okay, check it out. Yeah, no, you won't. Sometimes you have the most eclectic. Like I'll never forget those people like that deform themselves running down that hill after that cheese roll. <laughs> like that's still the craziest <laughs> recommendation that I followed up on. It was like this yeah. is insane. <laughs> uh, yeah, I haven't seen anything of that. Uh, I don't know. I think you're going to like, I think you should leave. Uh, so I'm excited. To <laughs> you're really that. just looking to wrap this show and go <laughs> watch like, that. Yeah. How much time do we have? Man, we're, um, at, we're at a solid 41, 42 minutes at the moment. So, uh, okay. We're talking about, okay. So let me bring up, have you seen any of season two, Dave? So yes, uh, I watched the first one uh -huh. or two, but um, I, I, I quit watching when I realized that they were dropping weekly. I was like, I'm just going to let these accrue. And yeah. I, I wasn't. That's what, I, that's what court and I did until last week. Like we were both just chilling. Um, and la the last episode had Doja cat. And that was like, that might've been my favorite episode of the season so far. Okay. Yeah. I'll have to, I'm going to start back over and redo yeah. it. I remember there's like some of the typical craziness and Gata's in rare form and, mm -hmm. I'm loving Dude, what I'm seeing, but it's also kind of like, it's just meandering. Like there's no, that's the thing about the murder stuff. It's like, we got to catch somebody. <laughs> we got to figure out what happened. And there's like a conclusion with a show like Dave is just like, well, how many times can like Dave do this today? Or like, what, what, where's the after party at? No, just as a, sometimes I only find myself wanting to watch things that like really happened in a weird way. Got it. That's or fair. something that. I don't know. Yeah. I get enough of <laughs> what's actually happening. I need to be taken away for a moment. Um, yeah. And I, f I felt good about that escaping into some of these movies here recently. I think that being sick afforded me the, uh, the ability, like I just tried to remind myself, like mm -hmm. calm down, yeah. give your, give your body time to rest and just chill out. What I love about this season of Dave is like all of his friends it seems like they're like thriving and expanding their goals and business like outside of Dave. And, you know, the first season it was like, they were all kind of about him, but um, it's kind of like showing how they can shine without him. And I'm, I'm assuming 
this season is going to lead to where like Dave figures that out too. It's like, you know, it's more than, it's about more than just him. Um, I don't know. The first couple of episodes I was, he was so off putting to me. He often is in the show. Like he yeah. just, I would not want to really actually be around him. And right. I, I feel like Andrew Santino's character is in like the least enviable position ever at times. Yeah. And it kind of like bugs me. Yeah. You got to keep watching. Yeah. I know that it's an arc and I feel like it was that way in season one. Like much of season one, you were like, and by, by saying keep watching, I'm not saying it's like getting better. I'm just yeah. like, it's Stay not tuned. resolved. <laughs> What else? Uh, any any new stuff you've been watching, um, or what you've been up to otherwise? Because school school's done, right? Or are you still doing group project? Still doing group project. My group members finally uploaded some of their portion on Monday, so I've been able to make some headway. Um, but yeah, looking to get that done by like mid next week, and then next week, uh, what's today? Yeah, next week we have like school registration for two days. What? Then the following week is teachers convention, the second through the fifth, and then the following week school starts. What the? What yeah. the what? Yeah, man. August second, you're like back in the classroom. No, August getting acclimated. August second, I'm teachers, teachers convention in uh, San Marcos. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is that is that technology trip? No, I wish uh, it's not going to be anywhere near as cool as that. <laughs> still love technology I hope they, yeah because technology trip you know was canceled this past year because of covid i'm hoping hoping they bring that back except the only reason i went that one year is because a different teacher got like the tech teacher got sick <laughs> i'm like really hoping that they would just let me go on this one anyway yeah maybe i can get a sub and just <laughs> like pay my own way oh that's funny um that's crazy that you're going, it's like the last gasp. That's why everybody's yeah. been out in July. Like, yeah. um, it seems like a short month with the way the fourth fell. And, um, there was only like one or two business days prior to that occurring. Mm -hmm. And most people were checked out anyway on like, you know, anything that was non-essential, it seemed like people yeah. were spacing out and, um, it's going to pick back up in earnest in August. But I'm like, I feel like all of my travel picks up hardcore in august mm -hmm. i'm i'm still thinking i've been trying to maybe angle my way over to red river to see heston at his cabin heston chloe and aspen mm -hmm. and maybe do some co-working maybe uh get off the beaten path for a weekend and i'm trying to finagle that but i'm also i'm uh i'm kind of considering like oh one more week in mexico before the yeah, end man. of the summer because in some ways it's like a stretch goal for me. Cause I'm like, Oh, I would have done that three times in my first year of going. And mm -hmm. I just, uh, I don't know, might steal away at some point. Yeah. I think you should. Yeah. Yeah. You always come back with great stories and <laughs> you just look refreshed and happy and yeah. Yeah. I know that those trips are good for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, yeah. they, uh, because you know, you know, I last podcast, uh, I'd kind of gotten on to you for thirst trapping uh, <laughs> while you were sick. And I would just like to bring up that this past week he was thirst trapping when he was, when he was doing well. Oh, let I... me tell you, let me tell you guys, like he was in, he was, he was just looking right. Okay. Just looking right. <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, you know, I had to, I had to send like a little note to you or something, you know, just complimenting you. And uh, I know I'm not the only one. Which, which, thirst trap was this I don't, you were without a shirt again that's all i know well it's the summertime yeah you were inside pretty, no were i not, wasn't were you what are you talking about were you outside 
I the only thirst trap I can think of that you might call a thirst trap and was I was just me sharing my happy day yeah. uh, was a, a picture of the pool. Yeah. Why don't you share your happy days with a shirt on? I do. Do you? Yeah, I'm on the golf course. I'm with friends. I'm. Oh, but that's like you like. That's a. I don't know. Oh, you want you want to see me thirst trap with the shirt on? You you don't think I can? Huh. That's that's not a challenge, challenge accepted. <laughs> That's a video, though. That's a video. If you're gonna, are you trap like gonna a, be biting gonna... that lower lip or something? Or like, what? Up. What does this video look like? First of all, you guys have me so freaked out over this whole narrative <laughs> because the people that listen to the podcast all arbitrarily DM me, and then um, I'm just like, I, there's photos that I have not posted because I'm like, I'm gonna be accused of <laughs> thirst trapping or whatever. But uh-huh. in some ways, I'm like, I need to like live my life, um, yeah. you know, like uh-huh. whatever. But so many people DM me off the one that you're referencing. Yeah. And you know what? Whatever. Like to call you out or to be like, hey, you're looking good. Both. Okay. Both. It worked astoundingly well on both sides. <laughs> oh, so it worked. So, oh, you're, so yes, you're agreeing. It, bro, they all work <laughs> incredibly well. <laughs> I'm just happy to admit or that you're admitting. Here's what I'm saying. When you put authentic stuff out, to generate a real narrative like hey here's something that happened to me or i hey i was sick but now i'm getting skinnier yay yeah. uh, seven o'clock in the morning no hair done like whatever i think that you genuine you elicit a more genuine conversation back yeah um and, and sometimes you know in that moment you know i was uh locked down i was contagious mm-hmm. i was feeling like crap yeah. uh it really warmed my day to like converse with all these people mm-hmm. honestly no, you know I, yeah, it was a bunch of y'all like you know, oh, you're thirst trapping. And then a bunch of people that were like, I love the way that your hair looks, or I love your freckles, or I love your voice. The ones that got caught in the trap. Yeah, there's the. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, you know, I just had to, bro. But you look great. And I hope they continue. I hope it's like dead winter and I'm still seeing these posts. I I bet you it's can find the, a way. It's the shirt thing. So I'm not allowed to be shirtless in anything? Even at the pool? I, you want me to wear my freaking shirt and like jeans into the pool? No. Like it's a lake? <laughs> no. Okay, so what am I supposed to do? Not share those moments? No, I want you to. Okay. I'm saying. But I'm accused I'm, of things nefarious I, when I do. No. Yes, I am right now. <laughs> Right now. So what is it? Tell me what the problem is. Listen, there's nothing. Because there's a whole camera roll I, of I fierce you, hair <laughs> selfies that I've not posted because of you. There's nothing you can do where I won't pull your chain a little bit. <laughs> okay. That's well, all. okay. But yeah. you've, now so you're going to get a, it no matter what. Now you've got a whole show so, community so <laughs> on my case. So what I think you should do is continue making those posts. Because either way, I'm going to find a way to kind of, you know, joke around with you. So Honestly, you might as well get you might as well catch catch some uh it, it's really if I had catch to catch something in those traps. If I had to boil it down, it's really two culprits. It's like you and Meredith very religiously are like, mm-hmm. oh there's traps. <laughs> like uh, for me, I don't know about Meredith. This is only the second photo where I've done it. And I feel like it's I'm making it a thing. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like it, it's just gonna happen. So you can expect that. Well, me. once you mention it on the podcast though, like uh, a lot of people, I'm trying to think like, yeah, yeah. but I've gotten a lot of compliments, so mm-hmm. it's been fine. Good. It's been great. That's all I want for you. 
I'm just happy to be a little thinner again. I'd kind of bulked up there for a second and, um, I'm loving walking down the street. Yeah. Uh, just hungry. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, man, there's so many nights that I'm like, man, I could like destroy a bag of Doritos or M&Ms or just, I need something. Or this bottle of (laughs) Z-Quil. Yeah. No, the Z-Quil stuff helps because like last night I was hungry. Yeah, so, so you just I took two gummies. And, like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm running tomorrow. <laughs> I've been on Advil PM for like a month, and I'm like, yeah. it's perfect. <laughs> just uh, I'm like, uh, if I take it at six, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's bad. But uh, honestly, I had to tell myself, I had to like admit, I was like, oh, I was still on my like one one and a half meal a day regimen. But I was definitely overeating. Yeah. I was addicted and overeating. Um, I wanted to stuff myself. I mm-hmm. wanted to feel like I needed to go to bed or collapse. Like, and I was like, "When did? How long has that been going on?" Because yeah. like, when did my portion control? And I so I just started memorizing meals that the next day I felt pretty good. Mm-hmm. You know, like you have your normal routines. You don't feel bloated. And I just started to kind of watch. Um, like I almost have to go up a belt loop and that's great. Cause it's like, I'm about to break into some clothes that I haven't had access to in a second. Yeah. That's what I want to happen. So, you well, you did six miles today, right? I did. My feet are hurting. All running, right? <laughs> I, hate you. I love your little walk run. <laughs> Listen, man, out of those six miles, I probably ran like altogether ran three miles. Okay. Which is not bad. Yeah, you just did it a tenth of a mile at a time. I don't. Did it happen? Actually, if you did it a tenth of a tenth of a mile at a time, like sprint interval, yeah, that'd probably be the most effective. Yeah, that's like killer. I agree. Man, I've been realizing how out of shape I was, and I'm just trying to focus on. I don't know if you've experienced this as you've gotten older, or at points of more heaviness than others, mm-hmm. but we start to become more efficient. Like we, we want to do everything efficiently. And if I can maintain this look, but accept like there's areas of mobility that we're accepting that we don't have access to that we should Mm -hmm. like there's, there's sometimes when you fall over a cord or, you know, whatever clumsy mistake is happening is really because yoga would have prevented that, but you don't, I think about it when I go to like turn off a lamp late at night when I'm out of like I'm tired. I just got out of a hot bath. I'm ready to go to bed. I'm on sleeping meds, whatever's happening. Um, I, I'm foregoing necessary movements and thoughtful actions to do the task. And so you end up running into the edge of the bed or, mm-hmm. you know, Bro, do, you, do you get what I'm saying here? I, listen, and I wasn't even going to bring this up. But we we were talking about those engagement photos that we were taking, right? Well, there were some I bet those kills you. <laughs> no, there were some that that um, because she took like over like two hundred photos, and then we picked our favorites, and then she edited those. But there were some that we didn't choose. Where like I'm sitting, and I'm either like sitting Indian style, and like Courtney's in front of me, or my my you know feet are crossed, and I'm like my thighs are burning. Like, cause you're over here talking about like yoga, you know, it could be, I'm like some of these poses, I probably haven't like twisted my body this way in a hot minute. Yeah. Like an intentional acts where 
I was at the driving range last night and I was uh, just forcing myself. I was like, okay, it's just enough if I sit down on the mat, spread my legs out and grab my toes, grab my ankles. But then I was like, no, toes for 10 seconds, 10 long seconds, because I'll never forget this. This is the weirdest thing to invoke here. And I'm sure that my mom will know who I'm discussing here. But one of our friends, one of our family friends growing mm -hmm. up, like they were younger peers of my parents, um, having kids much younger than Meredith and myself, but family friends. And uh, she had gotten pregnant and gained a significant amount of weight, like 60 pounds okay. uh, for their child, and then just shed it all like right after the pregnancy. Yeah. And I remember that she had said that her secret was she just did a bunch of like yoga stretching poses for 60 seconds at a time in all these different contortions. And mm -hmm. it literally just everything fell off. Yeah, it fell off. Wow. And there's something to be said for that. So like I grabbed my, my toes for 10 seconds and um, I think that the more that I think about it and like think about longevity and just, uh, preserving your health and range of motion and all these things that you take for granted the majority of your twenties and even into your thirties, mm -hmm. but in your thirties, you start to notice stuff. And I've noticed the lack of intentional muscle pattern, like muscle memory or like just things where I need to use my body as my own weight, uh, weightlifting system. Mm -hmm. Like I need to be jumping up on platforms. I need to be able to balance on one foot. I know this sounds like rudimentary, mm -hmm. but for long periods of time, I need to be able to, and I see it in my golf game. I see it in my movements around the house yeah. with what level of care I handle inanimate objects. Like it's really weird to kind of, maybe I'm going to meta with it, but I've just realized in, in a search for efficiency and getting through the day in the least number of steps possible at times, mm -hmm. you know, we, lost, we start yeah, to forego uh, some of the, the motions and the muscle memories that true workouts do provide. Yeah. Agreed. So I'm, I don't want to get into the rigor mortis of like weightlifting with like true weights and stuff. Mm -hmm. But like, I think that I need to almost go more of the park mentality. Like, um, you know, obviously I walk around, I'm very active, I play golf, I do all of this, but, um, you know, incorporating some sort of dynamic stretching and yoga, yeah. uh, cause that stuff will really work your core out and give you, um, endurance. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you're right. And, uh, I'm going to do some stretches tonight in your stretchy I've, pants. I've decided sometimes, man. So that's why I'm out here trapping. Cause I'm trying to change my life, bro. Yeah. You hating on my progress? <laughs> I'm not hating, man. I, I feel like I should just be running down the street, gogging style, just, and be like, sometimes people are going to call you and be like, you're thirst trapping. <laughs> you just need to say, screw you to those people because you're, you're turning your life around. Stay hard. <laughs> Stay like, trapping. When you're thirsty, you drink. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you need to quench that thirst. You need to send that pick out. You need to get those DMs. Stay hard. <laughs> Yo, did you see that Goggins wrote the forward to Dan Bilzerian's book? No. Yeah. I'm like, what the what? Really? Yeah. I thought I hear such mixed reactions. Like, depending on who you ask, Dan Bilzerian is like this genius celebrity mogul. And then other people are like the debunked conspiracy broke fraudulent guy. Like, I, I don't I've, get I've it. I've heard both sides and I have not done any research on him. So I don't know. He's very much fallen from like 
he's I think he still has like 50 million followers, but I don't know if he's like setting the narrative on TMZ like he once was. Yeah. Couldn't I literally he's so off my radar. Uh, did you unsubscribe from your TMZ updates? <laughs> <laughs> Never got them. <laughs> um, let's see. <laughs> what else? There were no. We, there we were can two, wrap it. Do what? No, we, I don't want to wrap it yet. Oh, okay. Um, oh, you're looking at your notes on your yeah. old man computer. This is an old dude. This is the new iPad Pro. What are you talking about? Oh, snazzy! Shut I want to do some tests on that afterwards with some products. Then, yeah, um, my school paid for this yeah yeah i get a uh i get a little allowance that i've accumulated over the years you're like this is for technology and so yeah yeah it's supposed to be but um so yeah they paid for it but yeah um i got two more movies one did you ever see fast and furious no i haven't still it it was good i need to follow up with michael i was going to potentially see that with him on fourth of july and then i got caught on a late golf round and as long as you're like prepared for ridiculousness and not hoping for it yeah okay then then you'll be thoroughly pleased i want to go see it uh you know family bro (laughs) that was the running joke on the river was like that's family family. (laughs) i think we were coming off a week of like heavy memes (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah. um and then today the trailer for uh the new jackass movie came out okay were you ever a fan of those not not a big fan no no i've not i might have seen jackass 2 but like you're just like i saw bad grandpa uh uh, some of that's not like i've seen some of the franchise but Mm -hmm. i was never a big fan no gotcha just be like you're not a fan of that type of content well i I just, just never got into this specifically i think that those guys are really old at this point like they yeah some of that stuff was that's like out when we were like younger, younger, right? Yeah, like middle school. Yeah, so I'm positive that given the restrictive content that I was allowed to view, that mm-hmm. Jackass was not at the f- forefront of like my parents' sure. desired viewing for me. Yeah. So I think I missed probably some of those early years. Mm-hmm. And Same. then, yeah, it's not really, it's, it's not really my cup of tea humor either. Because okay. I have watched some of the the pranks. I've watched some of the movies, but. Yeah. For me, at this point, it's like these dudes are so old and still pulling this off, and like that's the pull See, for me. I think that I didn't get grandfathered in at an, uh, a formative age enough. Like, mm-hmm. I it's like if I sat down to watch some early Judd Apatow work now for the very first time, who's to say that it would have been as funny? Like, Superbad is not as funny if you watch it for the first time at thirty five as if you as watch it, it at eighteen, twenty. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and that being like one of the first rated r movies i probably went to with my friends well it was it was probably i mean it was like a i think that everybody in that generation year. saw that yeah yeah i agree that like the hangover knocked up yeah like that was kind of it was a new new wave a little bit mm-hmm. like they hadn't really been doing comedies quite like that yeah and now they're not anymore that's why whenever judd apatow goes on his sjw stuff i'm like man go watch some of your movies bro like right this this is questionable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel you. Okay. Um, so F nine, did you? Oh, so you yes. saw it with who? Uh, Courtney and her parents. Okay. Yeah. Well, Michael, if you listen to this, holler at me. Go see it so we can talk about it. Um, I got an RIP to Biz Marquis. Do you know he passed? You know who he is? No. 
Oh, baby, you, you got what I need. Oh, thanks for that song, Bismarcky. He's just a friend. Yeah, I know that one. Um, that's what most people know him for. But like, he's actually had a lot of influence in hip hop. And uh, I saw him t- live twice whenever I was living in Maryland. I went to DC and he was uh, DJing. And um, that was like one of the highlights of me living there was was going to those. So anyway. Uh, was he young? No, I don't think so. I mean, depends on what you... He's not like our age. Well, was he like 40s, 50s, he like before was, his time? Or? He was 57. Okay. Yeah. So too too soon. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, anyway. Uh, so RIP to him. And uh, let's see. Giannis and the Bucks won... Is it all over? I, I haven't is. been following at all, but I saw yeah. Brooks Kepka did a p- Instagram post with Giannis yeah. with like a big trophy after the game. I think it was like might have been one of his trophies that he won on tour. It was some sort of gag with it, but it ended yesterday, and the Bucks were triumphant in Game Six. A lot of people wanted uh, Chris Paul to win. Um, I didn't really care either way. I'm actually a huge fan of Giannis. And uh, was hoping that the Mavs would have, you know, coaxed him to to join them. But who knows at this point? Yeah, I heard that we were in the running for somebody big. Um, uh, somebody was on our radar. I saw on the on Twitter. It comes and goes, so I don't get my hopes up anymore. Luca, the whole neighborhood is papered with Luca. All yeah, all NBA, all first NBA team or whatever. Yeah, he, and, um, not. You care, but like the new uh, 2K yeah. video game, you know, he's going to be on the cover of that. I'm served that feed a lot just because I'm, I'm kind of in the neighborhood and like, yeah. I don't know. It's, it, it was funny, like on Monday, I believe it was, I was walking to the grocery store for some Advil PM. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> AKA diet pills. <laughs> yeah. AKA put me to sleep so I can't eat. Um, no, I, I legitimately needed them. Right. I felt. Um, and there was like a flurry of activity going on at the AAC. And I was like, well, there's no stars or Mavs game, like no big mm-hmm. billboards for concerts that I've seen. Like what's going on. And uh, I just noticed all the parking lots were getting filled up. There was a backup, like people were descending mm-hmm. and there's a lot of like weird people, like a lot of like, um, struck me as incels, <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> like a lot of nerd dudes. Yeah. Like, and so there was one guy like going up alone in like a t-shirt and cargo shorts and um i think some hunting boots Mm -hmm. and i was like hey are you going to the aac and he goes yeah and i I said what's there tonight he goes wrestle wrestlemania and i was like oh "Oh, okay (laughs) so it was like wwe or wrestlemania or something with like twenty thousand rabid nerd fans dang um so i had to like plan my my errands that i because i wanted to use the car and i had to wait until this traffic died down because i'm like i'm not gonna be able to get back jeez but it was probably more populated than I think game game five or whatever it was of Mavs mm-hmm. postseason. I'd never seen it. So, so packed. Yeah. Yeah. People were itching to just go to any sporting event. I'm sure it was meaningful to have the Mavs, you know, in the playoffs and stuff, but it's Jason Kidd now. And yeah, we'll see how that turns out. Yeah, man. I used to, I won't be running into Rick Carlisle anymore. At Jimmy John's or yeah. <laughs> anything like that. Right. Yeah. 
And then what we have the Olympics this Friday? Yeah. You thrilled about that or do you watch, I'm going to I'm going to watch the golf because uh okay. golf is included this year. Uh, uh-huh. I think it started back in Rio uh, that they had golf and Justin Rose was the uh, gold medalist from from England and uh so we've got the latest uh winner on tour and Colin Morikawa. I think I mentioned him many episodes ago when he first won the PGA Championship yeah. at Harding Park mere months ago. On his first attempt, I was like, this guy might be the next phenom. And this past Sunday, he won the Open oh, yeah. Major Championship on his first attempt. Dang. He is the first per- player to win both under 25 since Tiger Woods. And I want to say that he's the first player to ever win two on his first attempts. That's great. so. Of the eight majors that he's played, he's won 25% of them. And so he will be in the Olympics. Is, uh, he's going to be representing America in the Olympics along many... with Justin Thomas. There's several. Okay. And then on the world stage, golf is so international that you've got, I think Hideki is going for Japan. Uh, Australia is stacked. England is stacked. Um, you know, Ireland is going to be stacked. Uh, it's just going to be a fun, fun thing. And it's, it's a cool thing for these guys to get to add to their resumes. And yeah. I think that Justin Rose did a big job of ambassadoring uh, the concept because I know that his gold medal means a lot to him, like his gold medal, his major win. I think that in some ways it very much cements the, um, uh, the breadth of his legacy in his mm-hmm. mind. And I think he imparted that on other players. And um, <clears throat> the main thing that I'm seeing with the Olympics right now, though, that's given me pauses that I feel like it's going to be asterisk like a lot of these team sports were during COVID because it seems like some players are not even making the journey or included Mm -hmm. on the roster or something because of COVID. Yeah. Like I haven't, we had several major sprinters or different people because of weed or COVID or whatever. um, She's not allowed to perform and she was probably just going to crush it. Um, So that's unfortunate. Um, but then there there are others that uh, I guess due to COVID type things that they're going to be out of it. So it's it's going to be another kind of weird year, like you're saying. Yeah, I think with the the fragmentation of media and social media giving us access to everything in the world as it really happens, kind of in real life, where I can watch the iPhone video taken on the streets of Beirut or mm-hmm. Portugal or yeah. wherever. I think that that level of access, it's harder to have, plus with the uh, American um, apologists that are like, we're terrible imperial corporatists Mm -hmm. that have enslaved the world and, you know, slave labor in China and all this stuff, child labor. I think that in the 70s and 80s when you had less access and it was more like, oh, America versus the Soviet Union and like... Some of this had like geopolitical implications and the fact that Russia beat us in, you know, wrestling or that we beat them in hockey in 1980, like some of that stuff had bigger implications and it was, it was better teams versus teams. And now you've got so many, so much more mobility around the world. So you Mm -hmm. have so many expats from China here and us there. And like, we're all so much more blended with access to knowledge of others' lives and plights and um challenges that i think that some of that psychologically makes this less important to us probably yeah i think it's definitely 
Like, I think it's definitely framed in a different way than it used to be. It might be worth more money than it's ever been worth before. Like the, the Olympic committee rights and stuff due to inflation and whatnot. But I think that in terms of like, uh, national attention, it doesn't like Shikari probably got more press, you know, and outrage and Mm -hmm. coverage from like not even going than had she won in some ways. Yeah. You know, somebody was like Nike should put an ad like during one of the major races and it should just be her like running a track and beating their time and then just like just do it <laughs> like then show that at the end. Like that'd be a, that'd be cool. But... Or her just taking a big old bong rip like... <laughs> and then running it. Yeah, yeah, that would be more compelling. Yeah. But maybe that's the Olympics point because they say, you know, even though most people would say weed would deter you from running as fast as you man can. there's there's peep there's podcast segments that i've heard where it's like actually uh long tail long term you know it might give her more capacity to lung capacity or intake you really? know yeah you know what everybody's juicing on something i would think for the most part um they all know the rules and there's a lot of people that andrew schultz is very opinionated about this on flagrant two with akash singh he was like all these other people didn't smoke you know, they didn't break the rules. You knowingly gave up a gold medal that would have changed but, your but life. She's also like, she hasn't had anything like, she's like, yes, I did. So, you know, she, so why she would she do that? Um, she said, so her mother just passed away and it was like a reporter during one of her runs that gave her the news. And so she like freaked out and, you know, to cope, she went and smoked, you know, you can just out of the blue like she hadn't been smoking and then out of nowhere she was like i have to smoke i I think she's smoked in the past but wasn't during you know this run so she claims but either way that just doesn't seem like normal behavior per se but uh, or the real story do you behave normal whenever uh, you know a loved one dies who knows yeah well I'm not either way. She's not making excuses. Like she's owning up to it and saying, yeah, I messed up. So she's not like trying to. So a lot of people are like, you know, well, yeah, of course she should, but nobody should really be getting onto her for like complaining about it because she's not like she's owned up to it. And you know, my stance that I, I think that for a good portion of the population, not everybody, but I think marijuana properly applied is an amazing therapeutic that Mm -hmm. you know more athletes should probably have access to in some way shape or form you know versus like pharma rx you know like i feel like we're substituting and we could do things more naturally that would have you know better effects i think the studies are just too conclusive at this point i think all football players should probably be smoking weed (laughs) and um you know so that's not the point here my main point is that she knew the rules she knew it, it it, it seemed like she was the foregone concluded favorite, Yeah, you know, from everything I've seen. And really the funny part is that I didn't know about anybody on an Olympic roster prior to that. And I still don't know mm-hmm. any of the other stars. Yeah. And overnight I was convicted that Shikari Richardson smoked weed and she broke the rules. This is unfair. What's happening to her with the Olympic committee and that she was, she's the fastest woman on earth. Yeah. And I just accepted all of that. <laughs> and like overnight, it was incredible to watch her dominate the media cycle that mm-hmm. week just out of nowhere. Like we all were so aware of her globally and never heard of her, you know, until the day prior. Mm-hmm. And suddenly it was so important. Yeah. I mean, so 
what happens. But she was just featured in... But her more so than most other things recently. Like, But what else do we have going on? Well, there was the condo collapse. <laughs> um, yeah. Trump spoke at CPAC. Trump bad. That's the funny thing. Bill I, Burr is getting in trouble because he went on this five-minute rant against the corporatist elite so-called journalists of CNN and Fox and MSNBC. Mm-hmm. He called them all traitorous, un-American, you know, profit mongers that, you know, are just trying to turn us against each other because, um, you know, Trump like made their quarter, mm-hmm. all their quarterly earnings calls. Trump made that. CNN viewership is down like 68%. Yeah. And they're getting killed in the key demo. Fox is down 22%. MSNBC is like demonstrably down. Mm-hmm. And to the extent that like they're, they need him to get elected in 2024. I think that there's an undercurrent of political uh, pundit types like Lubin Tubin that want him back because it's job security for them because nobody cares about the the political saga when it's just old sleepy Joe has lost his mind. So they should find other things that people care about, really. Yeah, you would think, but they're trying to look for the quickest silver bullet for what sells. Yeah. And Donald J. Trump sells. And fear sells. So when they can't think about it, they had everybody locked down at home, not allowed to go to work with daily coronavirus press briefings in prime time delivered by Donald J. Trump. Everybody was watching CNN. Like they'd probably never had more astronomical ratings. And he pointed that out. And now that he's not even president and he's deplatformed, they're still going at him. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's anecdotally or plans for the future or this is concerning or Trump era policy. And it's like, we see what you're doing. Yeah. Trying to, you're trying soft, to get some clickbait. Softballing the existing White House. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's it's clear that Joe is not making all the decisions. Yeah. Like he is. It's it's weird. And there's anyway. Let's end this one. We've hit time. Okay. Um, before we do, I was going to go back. Shikari, uh, she was in the new Beats commercial. Um, and she was running over a song, a new song by Kanye. And Kanye is supposedly dropping his album in two days. Hmm. So if you care, I check do. that out. Yeah. Um, Solid Reco. Yeah. So I'll be I'll be listening to that on Friday. Solid Reco for my algo. <laughs> yeah, he had a listening party in uh, Jackson Hole. Yeah, last weekend. I don't know. Was who it there? was there? A lot of like of the newer rappers. Like, oh really? Yeah. And apparently, like he has a lot of features on this one, and a lot of people are saying it's his best album in many years. So we'll is see. it seven songs? Uh, are they all a minute and a half? <laughs> no, but uh, I guess they were saying. I think they said like 10 songs, but who knows? He could have more that is this divorced Kanye rap album droppings of uh, supposedly, man, are we going to get some OG stuff? I mean, Up and, his, and uh, this album is named after his mom, Donda. Mm. Um, yeah. We're getting back to the roots, baby. I'm thinking so. we got all that anger from Donda yeah. and Kim. So he's coming off of that last gospel album. And this one is supposed to have like have some of those like choir type things but he's rapping like he he used to so all right yeah so 
if you uh, are interested in that type of music, check it out. And I'm sure I'll talk about it more next week. Yeah, next week, next month, next, next month, year, whenever, whenever we get we together. Get <laughs> yeah, stay tuned. Wrapped attention tots. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> Here we are serving at Middle of the Fairway, Wednesday, July 21st, 6.26 p.m. Central. Yeah. What up? 76. Here we go. Beyond. Do you have more notes? I feel like you have more notes. No, I don't think I do. You're like looking at me agitatedly. Mm, no. You're not? Promise. Longingly for my thirst. Yeah, traps. I'm waiting for that next thirst picture. Yeah. Hey, y'all be on the lookout. If you're not following Carson, might be worth a, might be worth a little follow. Brad, I'll, I'll put some beverage in my collarbone. <laughs> you can slurp it out if you like. <laughs> uh, uh. On that note, you ready to? You got any shout outs? Shout out to Rochelle. We uh, it was my mm -hmm. first time to see her. Yeah. And I was like, oh yeah, you're the listener now because she was commenting on something. Yeah. She was set, like looking forward to hearing the phone story, I feel like. <laughs> yeah, so we got that. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed it. Check. <laughs> we know it's not how you would have told it, but it's our show. Yeah, shout out to the gang. Shout out to everybody who still listens. Not many, bro. <laughs> like, the inconsistency, like, bro, we've taken a hit. Yeah. We've taken a hit. We need y'all back. No, yeah. we don't. No. We're about to quit anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm playing. Yeah, come back for the final stretch. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, tune in to watch us mail it in. <laughs> no. yeah, you, you guys are about to start having to call and text us again. I know. You know what's sad is when they don't call or text or want the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like we've been off for almost a month and y'all still didn't reach out. Yeah. I think we just said don't call us so many times <laughs> in episodes prior that they finally took us at our word. Yeah, wow. Anyway, we love y'all tots. Call us again. Um, yeah. Don't, but here's one for you. Love you. We'll catch y'all up whenever. Yeah, we do love y'all, and we appreciate the listens. Uh, still cover to cover of the, the limited audience that we boast. That's right. All right, we'll catch y'all up next time. Peace. <laughs>